0: Yeah. And um he's like no it's actually really big and uh so he showed me what Twitch was and I was just like wait a minute because at the time I was genuinely I was the president of the PTA I was gaming and these moms hated it. Like they were so pissed off at me for they promoting the game. Yeah, they, they knew that I was like, because I was like, oh, guys, like, you know, I, I'm playing this video game, and I love it, and I joined a team, and these moms were looking at me sideways, and all I wanted, like, Becky, go get back in your BMW and shut the fuck up. Like,
1: Welcome to Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come and share their experience and their life stories. And I am super excited to have the most respected person, one of the most respected, respected people in our Tarkov community. Welcome.
0: Hi. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so happy
1: you're here. So <laughs> what we normally do is we start off with uh, three quick questions just to get things rolling. So first okay. question is favorite movie.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Emperor's New Groove
1: all right uh favorite music on favorite playlist from spotify
0: um i actually have a bunch of like edm type ones um and then i have a couple of like 80s and 90s you know rock or punk that i probably enjoy the most even when i'm not streaming all right and then finally last concert you went to i actually i don't go to concerts ever um we we have a concert uh, coming up for Twenty One Pilots in September yeah. here, all and right. I bought all of my kids' tickets to go to that together. And I'm not even going. <laughs> um, yeah, but honestly, I I can't I can't really remember I oh off my. the top of my head. Probably all ZZ Top, I guess yeah. would be my last one. Yeah, they performed. Um, actually, set up their event in Vegas. No way. And yeah, because that's all I did. I was an events yeah. manager, and so. Yeah, saw them, right. met them. It was really cool.
1: Yeah, I saw that uh, Netflix special on them, and that was really good. I had no idea how long they had been around, and some of the music they they played.
0: Dude, it's yeah, it's crazy, and they're super laid back. Like when I grow up, I want to be like them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's things uh, let's start things
1: off. Where did the name Sigma come from?
0: Um, So I actually have my master black belt and my lean belt in something called Six Sigma. Okay. And it's not karate. I know most people are like, oh, God, it's karate. Um, But yeah, so I I have that. And it's basically a lot about process improvement Mm -hmm. and just studying a process and how can you streamline it, working with teams. and. So when I when I went to go pick a name, my husband was like, you can't just like throw your real name out there. Like, you know, and I was like, this is crazy. I've never been a gamer. I have to go buy something else. So I was playing a game at the time called Splatoon mm-hmm. and it has a bunch of ink in it. So I was like, OK, uh, Sigma ink. And it was funny because I went to Twitch and I tried to get the name Sigma yeah. and it was taken. And I was like. How is this name taken? Like, nobody even knows what a Twitch is. Like, it's so funny. And, you know, obviously, you get into the world and you're like, oh, shit, I can't believe I didn't think that there was this many people here. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, Six Sigma, that's a a big accomplishment.
0: Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm very competitive. And Mm -hmm. my husband came home one day and he was like, so I just got my green belt in this thing called Six Sigma, and he was like explaining it to me and i was like wow that actually sounds really interesting and so next thing you know i was like knee deep in statistics and crying and frustrated and like no i'm gonna do this damn it and so yeah i got all the different belts you could possibly get other than sensei i'm not a sensei so (laughs) yeah so
1: i guess you already answered the question you know what was your background so you an events manager in vegas
0: Yeah, so um, I started out when I was really young, uh, working for the city of Henderson in Vegas, and I spent about a decade with them and I just learned all about putting on events. And I had a fabulous boss who would just she took me under her wing and she was amazing and taught me all about like contracts and, and how it works to actually bring in these really big names. And I just loved the chaos of it. I, I'm totally ADD and I'm all over the place. So I don't like things that are only like repetitive. Mm-hmm. And so putting on events for all different kinds of things, anywhere from Lee Greenwood to uh, the <laughs> symphony coming in to... Um, the Bushes came in and spoke at our at our, oh, wow. our place. And yeah, it was just like all these random things were going on. And I was like, this is so cool. I love this. It keeps me interested. So yeah. uh ran with that, took my talent to the strip and started working for some of the different casinos out there and um, got to see some really cool big names and be behind the scenes. And I just thought it was so fun. Like it has to be organized. And I love yeah. organization. So <laughs> it was all a good fit.
1: Yeah. Oh, excellent. So now, so you're originally from the West Coast?
0: Yeah, I was born and raised out in Vegas. And then uh, we moved to California because my husband was in the military. Yeah. And so we spent um, about a decade in California. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: And what was the decision to move east?
0: Uh, To get the hell out of California. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, It's just way too expensive, and we're over the heat. I had no desire to go back to Vegas. Sorry if anybody's from Vegas and they're listening, (laughs) but if you're born and raised there, it's just lame. And so um, we wanted to—I just wanted to experience, like, a place that was green and actually had, like, humidity and trees and— So we moved to, um, we're in like the Charlotte area yeah, and absolutely love it. Like I'm so grateful every day I get to open my my windows and there's like trees out there and (laughs) yeah, it's cool. It's so cool.
1: How was your first winter? Cause you know, temperature is a little bit different.
0: Yeah, no, it was totally fine. Honestly, it gets really cold in the desert. People probably don't like think that. Um, but it's always windy. It's like bone chilling cold. And so, I I was okay with it. And it was nice. We actually got snow here. So for like four days, the kids were sledding. And yeah, my desert rat, you know, personality (laughs) was like, this is awesome. So, yeah. Excellent. So when did you start gaming? (laughs) Um, I started gaming. I was totally against gaming, by the way. I was literally that wife that was like. Oh, my God, he's on his PlayStation again or, you know, whatever, like with hotel. And I even tried Call of Duty with him when we first started dating because, of course, you know, all the girls do it like, oh, yeah, babe, I'll play with you. This is totally yeah. fine. And I was so angry at it because I couldn't figure it out quickly. I was like l- just livid. I remember putting the controller down and going to the fridge and getting a beer and being like, I don't want to play that dumb shit. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette, you know, and went outside. Um, so anyway. Uh, fast forward I'm I'm totally a mom I'm like listen we don't play video games it's a waste of time yada yada and our youngest son um, well our only son he asks us for splatoon mm-hmm. for Christmas and we don't even have like we didn't have the system we had nothing but God damn it if this boy is not my world right so I'm <laughs> like babe we've got to get him this you know whole setup and so we get it Christmas morning and hotel gets it all set up for him and I shit you not this kid looked over at me he was like okay mom now play. And I was like, oh, God, I'm not doing this. Like, I I can't play video games. I suck at video games and I don't want to waste my time. And six months later, I was on a competitive team for Splatoon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because I'm ridiculous. (laughs) So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then what uh, made. Yeah. First
1: of all, um, speaking of Christmas, I know on our holiday pod, you told us that you were getting your son a poker table. How did he was he totally shocked and surprised?
0: yeah, it was super cool. So it's downstairs. I should actually send you a picture. I totally will. It's all set up right next to our all of our arcade machines. And, yeah um he's got all the different suits on the wall because, you know, it, it it's beautiful. I love it. So he's always down there and you can hear him playing with his chips. Um, yeah he's got a huge set of personalized chips that he had modeled after. Uh, The Rio and Vegas, you know, it's where they hold their their championships and whatnot. So, um, yeah, they look like the World Series of Poker chips from I think it was like 2009 or 2010 or I can't remember what year it was. But he was like these ones are the cool ones. And I was like, all right. So for his birthday, everybody in the family pitched in and Mm -hmm. we surprised him and got him his own set. So now he has a poker table and his own full set of chips.
1: Oh, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah. So now
1: how do we go from Splatoon to Tarkov? That's um, a huge, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Hold on. <laughs> so I was I was playing Splatoon and um, this is how ignorant I was to anything going on. So I'm on a competitive team. I'm like still learning how to use discord mm-hmm. and my team has a competition. So I'm like, cool. I'm still new to this, but I can play this fucking game. I was a sniper and I was really good at it. And so we play this game and uh like a couple days later one of my teammates sends me a clip which at the time I had no idea what a clip was and it's of these casters being like oh my god there goes sigma he's such a good sniper like all like just talking about me and it's my gameplay my view and I was like what is this so I you know (laughs) ran to hotel and I was like babe 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 like people are talking about me what is this and he's like that's twitch and I was like what the fuck is a twitch (laughs) and um I had no idea because it was just me chilling in my living room playing this game when the kids were at school. Literally, that's what it was. Um, So he told me like people watch other people play video games. And I remember thinking how ridiculous, like you're joking, right? Like, why would somebody watch somebody else play a video game when you could just play it yourself? Yeah. And um, he's like, no, it's actually really big. And uh, so he showed me what Twitch was. And I was just like, wait a minute, because at the time I was a Genuinely, I was the president of the PTA. I was gaming, and these moms hated it. Like they were so pissed off at me for they promoting knew you were a video gamer? game. Yeah, they they knew that I was like, because I was like, oh guys, like you know, I, I'm playing this video game and I love it, and <laughs> I joined a team, and these moms were looking at me sideways, and all I wanted like Becky, go get back in your BMW and shut the <laughs> fuck up. Like so frustrated with them. So. Yeah. They were being really shitty to me, and um, so I found out about Twitch, and I was like, let me get this straight. I can go play video games, and people that also like that video game might come by and hang out with me, and we can bullshit. And Hotel was like, yeah. And I just, I I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this right now. This is so cool. And so that was in, like, November. So I got a Twitch account, and... In January, he bought me a laptop for my birthday because my birthday is January 6th. And I think January 9th, I started streaming and I was so excited. I was like, this is just so cool. (laughs) I'm going to stream on the weekends and I can I never, ever planned on making it a career or anything. I just wanted friends to hang out with me that weren't assholes and actually enjoyed the game. So that's how it started. I just kind of streamed here and there and had a blast. And I was really like hoping i remember hoping and praying like dude if i could get 10 people to watch my stream Mm -hmm. that's so much conversation that'll be so fun yeah so um somebody that i super duper looked up to had 400 followers i thought the guy was a god and he was really nice and he helped me get everything like kind of set up in the background and hotel was helping me with all the tech in the front and boom there i started streaming and um then hotel came home one day and he was like Everybody's talking about a game called PUBG, And so I looked it up and I was like, I think I was watching Dr. Disrespect or shroud play it. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this looks kind of cool. Like, I kind of like this. So I downloaded it to my laptop and I got, um, got everything set up and I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to drop in from the plane. I dropped and I literally didn't, I died because I didn't know how to jump. I didn't know that the space bar was jump. Um, cause I had never played on a keyboard before. Yeah. I was like hitting J and H for hop. <laughs> like, I was like, how the hell do you do this? Cause all I knew was W A S D Yeah. and, um, yeah, and I remember dying, and I got super panicked in the game, and I was like, well, that's it, and I closed it, and I was like, I'm not talking about this for a while, and then a couple days went by, and I was like, babe, I'm trying to play this fucking game, and I don't know how to do it, and he was like, oh, my God, it's the space bar, and I was like, don't talk to me, <laughs> don't talk to me, so, uh, yeah, long story short, I got into PUBG, and... uh had fun with that for a little while and realized, like, it felt kind of janky. No offense mm-hmm. to anybody. It started feeling, like, janky, and I was only, like, 50 hours into it. It wasn't, like, a big commitment. And my mod just happened to say, you should check out a game called Escape from Tarkov. And so I downloaded that. Hotel and I both did. Um, I talked for weeks about what a piece of shit it was mm-hmm. and how horrible it was to have to manage all the different <laughs> mags and stuff, right? Yeah. And then... um, went back to PUBG for those couple weeks while i was talking shit about tarkov and then just my competitive side kicked in and i got really mad and i was like this game isn't gonna get the better of me i'm gonna be good at this game like one day i'm gonna be a good teammate that was my only goal was to be a half decent teammate and so there you go that was it so were long (laughs) sorry that's okay this is what this pod's all about. So were
1: you streaming the whole time PUBG and then streamed over, you know, started with Tarkov as well, or were you learning those in the background?
0: Um no, I just did it on just yeah. while everybody was watching. Um, oh, cool. you know, it wasn't like I had a huge following with the Splatoon or anything. Yeah. You know, like hitting 10 or 15 viewers was mind boggling. And then they actually came to watch me play PUBG. And now in hindsight I realized they came to watch me fall on my ass with PUBG <laughs> is what they came over uh, okay. for. Yeah, which is well, fine. It's good. I would yeah. do it, too. But um, yeah, they were all really cool. And and the mod that had been with me um, for Splatoon, he was like the one that had suggested Tarkov. Mm-hmm. He's still my mod to this day. Like, he's watched all of this happen. So it's been awesome.
1: That was going to be one of my first que- uh, other questions was, do you remember your first mod and your first sub? So your um, mod's still there.
0: So i know my first i I remember my first sub but as and they were also my first mod um but they are are not around anymore but riz flying riz is my first like real official mod that was like i've got this handled um set up bots for me and all of that and kind of told me how that all works in the background so yeah and now he's my manager so (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) now when did you become a partner or twitch partner
0: uh it was two years ago in february and it took me seven applications yeah over over a year of averaging a hundred um yeah they just didn't they didn't approve anybody back then that was back like willers and i got partnered around the same time he had the same thing seven applications batty had six applications um i think kings at the time was the only one that got away with one or two applications yeah so it was like it was really hard back then it was bonkers um i had heard back when twitch actually had kicked off it was more like you had to average 500 which i would really like to see now not not necessarily partners having average 500 but i would like to see a step between affiliate and partner um because i feel like everybody tries to do that partner push which is not healthy yeah. and then they get really discouraged that's where i get a lot of messages from people on streamer class they'll be like listen i'm hitting the 75 i just got to get partner or they'll hit partner and then their numbers will fall back down to like 60 and they yeah. and it hurts mm-hmm. it really does hurt and they can't figure out what's going on so some type of other milestone for us to shoot for i think would be amazing so yeah. And also,
1: when you get that level of, you know, say say you have that next level and it's 500 or whatnot, maybe there is something in place to help the streamers because you're not getting that number of doing part time. You're full time invested into that. Maybe you have some sort of health care or time off or something, because like you were saying, it's not healthy to put all that time in. And and if you're you know if you're not lucky enough to have a spouse who has benefits or you live in Canada where you got the health care down here you're you're kind of screwed
0: yeah there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes um i don't if you aren't bringing in brand deals if you aren't bringing in different sponsorships i truly don't know how people can make it only working 40 hours a week because you have to incorporate youtube into it and social media yeah Which takes editing and if you're not doing the editing yourself and you're paying an editor well now you have to afford the editor and if you're not doing your social media yourself you have to pay for a social media manager and it becomes honestly ridiculous so I don't know how people do it I really don't because if I had to make what we were making before Hotel Retired just on my lonesome I would probably be streaming 60 hours a week plus 30 to 40 hours behind the scenes.
1: Yeah,
0: oh definitely. Uh speaking of hotel, how did you guys meet? Oh, I was dating his best friend. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Um, I was dating his best friend and nothing serious. We yeah. weren't like um, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, or anything like that. We we're just seeing each other. And he said that his friend was coming home from being deployed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he said, you know, he's he's from the Midwest, and and we call him Bubba. And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And I'm thinking like some, I don't know, like buck tooth overall <laughs> wear. I don't know what I was envisioning, <laughs> right? I will never forget the first time I saw him. He was unloading his bags. Like he had just came off the plane from um, overseas. Yeah. And he was unloading his bags. And he had like the two big military green bags and a shirt with no sleeves. And his arms were just like stacked like this guy looked like a refrigerator walking at me and i was like oh my god and he would not talk to me to save his life he like barely gave me like the what's up nod and i was like what hello like why (laughs) would this guy talk to me and so then i made it a point to like try to say hi more often and then um anyway so the guy i was dating got deployed and it was just you know like three or four week like a few dates here and there yeah and I was working um, for the city of Henderson at the time and I was also working two other jobs and one of them was cocktailing at a country bar and who freaking walks in a oh, no hotel way. and that was it like we haven't left each other since oh, <laughs> so, wow yeah. this is awesome <laughs> yeah it was like 60 70 years ago something like that <laughs> but I still remember it like it was yesterday oh that's <laughs> so
1: awesome that's so cool so yes, yeah. back to streaming. So, what has been the tough? Like, what was the toughest thing about trying to stream full time or t- or turn it into a career?
0: Uh the kids. Yeah, that was the roughest part. Um, my kids actually. So, my oldest was away at college, but my three were at home, and i was dead set on making partner and i just started streaming like crazy and also the tournaments i had started the tournaments so not only was i streaming but then i was trying to organize the tournaments in the background and um and try to you know be the good mom and all it was just a hot mess and so they sat me down and they were really pissed they were like mom this isn't working like you're 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 not present And I remember that just absolutely killed me because as a mom or a parent, you know, dads go through it, too.
1: Yeah.
0: You're like, oh, shit, this is, you know, supposed to be my everything. And I was really upset because the the goal was like, I have my degree. I have all this experience. I went out and got my Six Sigma belts i was going to go to work after hotel retired and i could go pursue my own career but after streaming started working i was like wait a minute once he retires i can make this up and we could all actually be at home together yeah so i was like pushing really hard for it and i had to back off a little bit because the kids were like this isn't cool so that was to me like the hardest part Um, and i didn't realize that it is 100% of business if you want to be serious about it. And yeah. with running any business, that takes a laundry list of stuff you have to do. So yeah. Okay. that's always shocking.
1: <laughs> and now, what advice would you have for somebody who's just starting out into streaming and, and content creation?
0: Uh, if they're just starting out to have fun, then go out and have fun with it. If you are dead set on making this a career then you need to pay attention to your brand. (laughs) You need to get your brand on point. You need to get your social media on point and you need to go network. I, I see it happen all the time. And it's so frustrating that they will just stick in their own bubble, you know, and they'll be like, well, I only go to this streamer. I only raid people that God bless them. They'll be like, I only raid people that have like four or five viewers. If you are shooting, let's say you have, five to 10 viewers on average. You should be hosting people that have 15 to 20 viewers on average. Don't go host that big guy. Cause you're really hoping he might see you and one yeah. day down the road. He might send you a, a big raid that I promise you're not prepared for new streamers are not prepared for it. Uh, so get out there and network with all the guys that are around your size and lift each other up. I, I would spend probably four or five, um, Four or five hours a week in other people's streams that would be a huge advice yeah you know go go visit even if it's two streams a day 20 minutes in the morning two streams in the evening 20 minutes like just get out there and network people yeah. just don't do it enough they just like i said they find their bubble of friends and then yeah that's it so now when did you start
1: getting involved in the community the tarkov community before you started the tournaments
0: Uh, Was, Was it
1: a natural thing just because you're streaming live and you're interacting with the other streamers and whatnot or the community?
0: Yeah, so I really, like I said, I was focused on not being a bad teammate. That was the whole goal. So I would go and watch other streamers and I would ask a lot of questions and I wouldn't watch big streamers. I would actually go and watch like, you know, 10 viewer streamers because they actually interact with their chat and I would look at their title to be like, are they experienced enough? Are they chill? Will they answer my questions? Will they not treat me like I'm stupid? um and so i would just go in and watch all of these streams and ask questions and just try to get better at it and then what i realized is like i would start my stream and i would have like one mod that was going to help out well then before i know it some of the people that i hung out in their streams would come by and be like oh hey what's going on oh yeah do you want me to come in i'll run a few raids with you and i'll show you where that item is you need to find or whatever yeah and next thing you know i just started running with everybody that way. And then um when I got half decent, I was like, hey guys, every Friday, you know, every Saturday, like if you guys need help with something, I'm happy to go into a raid with you. So that kind of started the the helping out the community yeah. in the way that I could. Oh, cool. And then when did
1: when did the team get formed or when did you become a part of the team? And for those that don't know, what is the team?
0: Uh, So, the team is actually something that Pest and Pestily and Slush Puppy and Ghost Freak started. I believe the three of them started it. Um, Veritas came on. Anton came on. And then I actually... They asked me to be a part of it about a month or two before I made partners. So, it would have been like new years of oh jesus what 2019 wow i think so (laughs) i don't know if i have the years right on that i think it's 2019 (laughs) it might be 2020 it might have been 2020 uh but yeah i mean i've known past since he was like i don't know 40 or 50 viewers and he has not changed like he's still the most down-to-earth helpful person that i know so Yeah. When they asked me to come be on the team, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I felt like I got more excited about that than I did making partner at that point. I was like, fuck this shit. I've been doing this for like a year trying to make partner. Let's just focus on the team. This is so cool.
1: (laughs) And now what was the purpose of the team for people who don't know what a streamer team is? It's it's basically sort of you guys all sort of got each other's back and
0: yeah uh so i mean different stream teams do different things yeah but with with the guys it's been very supportive there's a lot of things that come up in the um streaming business like oh shit guys how much for example like how much are you putting away for taxes or yeah you know what i got this contract in. does this sound right to you um you know should i change this or this is the amount that so and so offered um and this month they only offered this like whatever it might be but um You could be like some stream teams. I've seen that they only like send hosts to each other. They don't actually have like meetings or chit chat. Uh, Yeah, there's been a lot like we've teamed up on different things. We've had podcasts, but every stream team can be a little bit different. And sometimes they're uh, really interactive with each other. Sometimes they're just there to to BS when you need them to. So it's all Uh over the place. Yeah. So
1: now you also have you because know, you wear many hats, streamer class. What is streamer class?
0: Yeah, so uh, I realized that I was spending like 10 to 15 hours a week responding to people's messages that were asking for help about their stream and, or streaming or how to get in the career or how do I get my first contract? whatever it was, um, I was going in and I was like reviewing their channels. And I was literally handwriting notes um, because I I like to handwrite in my notebook. So I was just like writing all these notes down and then just sending them, you know, a picture of that notebook and being like, hey, work on these things. Um, And next thing you know, I was like, you know what? I I keep getting the same questions about A, B, and C. And I thought if I just make a website or Mm -hmm. do a podcast or somewhere that I could get this info out. And then when somebody comes by and says, Hey, what do I do about this? I can say, go watch this video. Yeah. And so that's when I I decided, okay, we're going to start that um, and get this off the ground. I actually have an interview tomorrow with Dottie hack. Oh, cool. Um, because I want to get back on track with more interviews on streamer class. I have yeah. like a whole freaking three or four pages of content for streamer class because if somebody asks a question, I know they're probably like, oh, damn, I asked Sigma this and she didn't pay attention. I actually write it down. I yeah. write down everything and then I'll just put a little mark next to it on like, oh, that got asked again. Oh, the shit that got asked again. And so I'll move it to the top of the list to yeah. To make a video cool. about yeah Yeah, i love it it's honestly it makes me so happy it's one of the things it's like evasion like watching evasion grow yeah um is like uh, such a proud moment for me and the same thing with streamer class anytime somebody comes by and they're like this helped me or i found this interview hilarious thanks for doing it i'm like oh my god yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah have you thought about doing consulting from a streamer class standpoint somebody who wants to get their feet off the ground you know, sort of hire you as a consultant. Has that been, you know, thought about?
0: Uh, no, it's been asked. I haven't really put too much thought into it. I thought, I thought about actually making like a, a real class mm-hmm. um, yeah. and PDFs. I've outlined a bunch of PDFs that I thought would be helpful for people mm-hmm. to use. Um, but for right now, it's just been you're like the third person this week I kid you not that I said <laughs> no something like that yeah no I don't know if the universe is trying to send me signs here mm-hmm. but for right now it's just it's fun like I'm having such a great time just talking to people and and trying to make informative videos so oh excellent
1: well you know you I just you know you turn it into a class and you know Veritas will definitely help you get everything all you know lined up and whatnot
0: God he's one of my most favorite people that walk the earth I love that dude he is awesome.
1: He, he, you know, I, I got uh, the notice that I got YouTube partner today and I was like, I think back, it was really, you know, he came on our other podcast. He was our first guest and it's just all along. He's just been supportive and and it's just, it's, it's so cool.
0: Yeah. The community Yeah, yeah, and him. Yeah. He's such a good friend and, and he's definitely a cheerleader for people that are trying to go after things, you know, and, um, and you always get an honest opinion out of him. That's a thing too. You yeah. don't go to him and he's not going to just blow smoke up your ass. He'll actually tell you. Yeah. Um cuz I've brought a few different things to him and like, "Hey, V, can you look at this? Or I don't feel right about this." Um and he's Yeah, he's always been there.
1: Yep, he has. So now, talking about the community, I've had, you know, every guy who's been on my pod has said, you know, what a great community is for Tarkov. The females, the ladies we have in Tarkov are fantastic. They kick ass and they just, you know, they're great people. You've been here for a while. Mm. You know, has it been like that for you from day Mm -hmm. one or have you, you know, what have you seen from a change standpoint?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, there's definitely a stark difference in the amount of people that were around when I started for... for over four years ago i guess now um but they've all pretty much maintained like we've had a few waves of of like random streamers that'll come in only when the game is hot yeah and and um run their mouth for a little while because they're very used to other communities and how they function okay and uh then they then they leave so you go through your waves but Mm -hmm. i know when i started tarkov there was only three of us girls that played tarkov and uh, I set up a ladies' night for yeah. all three of us to play, and one of us got sick, and so it just ended up being me and Basic Chick together, and oh, wow. that was it. And her and I just ran around Tarkov having the first ladies' night because we didn't have anybody else to play Tarkov. Yeah. So uh, as far as the females go, and now you look around, and uh, you and I could sit here tonight, and if I had to just write it down without looking anywhere. I don't know if I can make the complete list tonight. I, I doubt it, which is yeah. mind-boggling. <laughs> I think it's so cool. But yeah, yeah, overall vibe is really good here. Yeah.
1: That's excellent. Yeah, I was talking and talking to Nixia too. She was on an earlier pod, and it just everyone who I talk to, they bring up you and they just, you know, you're just like they're, you know, you're their their mentor. They're, you know, they just have so much respect for you. And it's just so cool. And
0: yeah. Oh, I'm super flattered by that. That's so awesome, especially from, like, people like Nixia or, yeah. or you know, Victoria, like, yeah. great women. There's so many awesome women in the community, and, um, you know, there's been a few spats here and there, and a couple yeah. that I've been involved in myself. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've had to, you know, apologize and, and learn to maybe just shut up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've all seemed to just move past it pretty yeah. quickly, and, and the negative ones, uh, I, I've realized that the Tarkov community... Either the negative people go and hang out with the negative ones yeah and then the negative the people that are being like super negative are just kind of ignored like they're just kind of left behind Mm -hmm. you know and and sometimes they pop up and they're like i fucking hate this community because everybody's so stuck up or whatever it is and nobody ever pays attention because i I think we're just a little bit older we're a little bit over the fit throwing so most of us you know me i'm like what 84 85 i like i tend to just move past it i don't have time left yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah no it's it, good and
1: I, what i've noticed is it it doesn't matter if you're like a top tier streamer or just starting out there's the communication is just it just everybody's not afraid or or to help each other and which is it's really cool
0: yeah no that's true i don't i don't think that there's too many top streamers and park off i i mean i know of a few that would probably flat out ignore people but yeah. there's not very many of them which is really big for a gaming community to be able yeah. to say that you know yeah. i mean that goes all the way to what the the emissaries and the sherpas like mm-hmm. BSG's done a great job in my opinion of of trying to build up the community um yeah. a, on their side you know yeah. so hats off to everybody all around
1: all right, we're changing the order. I had that. That was a, a question of mine down the road, but might as well jump into that. You mentioned them, emissaries. You're an emissary for BSG. What is the emissary program?
0: So the emissary uh program in general is very umbrella for being able to help the community, but we all have our own individual jobs. So I'm community outreach for uh, NA and that involves community events and things like that, you know, checking in. If somebody has a problem, they, they can write me and say, you know, if they're an NA and say, Hey, Sig, uh, you know, I'm just having this problem. Uh, these are all the steps that I've done to take it uh, to try to take care of it. Excuse me. And here's my ticket number uh you know that's always the first step i think a lot of people will just reach out to me and be like yeah my game's broke and i'm like okay what exactly happened do you have an example of when it happened can you break it all down for me exactly what was going on at the time and tell me your ticket number a lot of people forget that they can file a ticket so Mm -hmm. you know just try to to help that way and like i said um we all have our own individual jobs there's actually a lot of emissaries that nobody knows about that are out there combating other issues testing issues um I don't know how to uh, describe the amount of volunteership in this community between streamers that volunteer their time to raise money, uh, streamers that are volunteering their time to Sherpa, uh, people that are volunteering their time behind the scenes that nobody will ever know about them to try to help the community. Like, it's mind-boggling.
1: Now, how did you become an emissary?
0: I was a Sherpa for a year, year and a half. And then um I got approached and they said, Hey, you know, you you put on a bunch of community events. Would you be interested in focusing on that for NA and, and beyond? And I was like, Yeah, hell yeah, like evasion is, you know, really starting to take off mm-hmm. and I would I would absolutely love that. So uh you I went through an interview process and you know, you have to write reports every month and, and check in and whatnot. And I stay yeah. up on that. And here we are. Oh, wow.
1: And now evasion. It is such, you know, like the smile on your face. You're just so proud of what it is. And what made you start it? How did it all, you know, how did it come to life?
0: Yeah, so... <laughs> um well, there'll be some name dropping in here. I kind of cringe at myself for doing this, <laughs> but I want to give credit where credit is genuinely yep. due. So uh, back in the day when the servers were actually dead, not the bullshit that people <laughs> call dead now, right? Like actually dead. Uh, we were all just bored out of our minds. And so there was no ping restriction back then. And so all of us streamers would get together And I organized it to where I said, "Okay, we're going to load into interchange on on this server, um, you know, during day. Okay, everybody go. And then we would just fight each other. And chat would be like, you know, but but where is this person at and where is this person at? And I realized if I just removed myself and I streamed the multi view, Mm -hmm. yeah, then we could all watch what was going on. Right. And uh, so I did that. And then next thing you know, it was like, well, let's do it again this weekend. Let's do it again next weekend. And then it became, well, so-and-so won that weekend and -and so-and-so won this weekend. Why don't we make them fight it out? And then, uh, you know, Hotel was like, you're fucking running a full-blown tournament at this point. (laughs) And I was like, oh okay because i don't know anything about esports i can run an event like it's nobody's business right. but i don't know about esports um and of course everybody was like well tarkov really isn't esports and i was like i don't know the damn difference but whatever yeah. uh especially back then <laughs> and so i just kept doing that over and over and over again and then it you know it became season one and then season two and then uh you know season three was coming up and it was like oh my gosh um and then Code Red approached me because they had heard through the community that uh, I was the only one putting on tournaments. And yeah. I was like, yeah. And they said, how do you run yours? And yada, yada. And I talked to him for a brief second, and then I didn't hear from him again. And so then I heard Dr. Disrespect was getting into it even more. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was very involved with Code Red at that, at that time, and I'm sure still is. Um, but I happened to be running with b a lot. I had taught her Tarkov and her and i were talking one day and i said i i don't know what to do because i want to be involved in code red and help them because i don't believe that they know what the tarkov community truly wants if you literally only make it kills it can get very boring on maps you know if they want to pick a whole bunch of maps and she said they will not work with sigma but they probably would work with a business and i was like oh and she said "Sig, you gotta go make a business and i was like oh okay and i think that was like january 21st of 2020 yeah and january 23rd evasion was born and i freaking got the channel i bought the website i got all of my socials like i got all lined out and got it set up made the discord And then next thing you know, Code Red contacted me again, and I had, like, all this information in the Mm -hmm. server, and they were like, oh, wow, yeah, this looks really cool. And then I never heard from them again, and then they did a tournament that I completely didn't agree with, Yeah. Um, and that was that. And so I was like, all right, well now we have this thing, evasion, where I have everything hosted, you know, like I'm moving everything over there. And I remember one of my one of my friends wrote me and he was like, What do you think you're gonna do with this? And I was like, I'm gonna make it huge. And he was like, Okay, like the eye roll emoji, and I was Mm -hmm. like,
1: Hmm, he doesn't know you.
0: Okay, watch me. So here we are.
1: Wow. (laughs) Now Now, I saw you, you were like a caster or you were co-hosting a Twitch Rivals for Tarkov. Was that in between <laughs> Evasion or before, the, before Evasion started? The joke
0: is, what's a Twitch Rivals? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, yeah, I got, I got asked to cast because they had heard about what I was doing with tournaments. They yeah. asked me to cast, and um, so I think I've done three of them now. Three or four um Twitch rivals that i've casted maybe three yeah and i freaking love it it's a lot of fun i you know i'm usually behind the scenes of evasion right. and trying to help with all the other stuff so when i get to actually cast for something i'm like this is amazing i can just sit here and, bullshit and watch the gameplay i love it <laughs> so i've had a lot of fun with that
1: okay so now your first tournament under evasion who like you know who are the people that were in behind the scenes that were like, you know, helping you get this up and running and was BSG oh a part of this or was this really no. just, okay.
0: Yeah. No BS BSG was like, you're doing great. And, you know, that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause I think I started harassing them like season one or two. I was like, I think I could do something with this. Can you please mm-hmm. pay attention to me? And they were like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of took it as like approve yourself type, situation I get mad or pissed off i just let my work speak for itself uh but there are so many people i mean really all of my mods there was like epic failure dave i'm gonna feel so bad if i name people because i know (laughs) i'm gonna leave some out uh garland was around um brian Baru, like he's huge he like does so much stuff behind Mm -hmm. the scenes that's a bonkers um there was a lot of other streamers that were cheering me on and giving me their input because feedback is really important yeah um but yeah there was a ton of us so those are some of my original like just battle mods like they were just helping me figure out yeah. how to do this because we thought it was really really important to have somebody in a voice channel just explaining all of the rules that would the questions that would come up you know because we we're putting out such basic rules yeah such a you know that they'd be like well what if i do this and i was like I can't stop the show to jump in a voice channel right. to tell you. <laughs> um, so we had battle mods era, We would just go over the rule set very thoroughly. Yeah. Brian started taking notes and saying, um, okay guys, here's my notes. So if this happens, do this. And so he started sharing it with others. And next thing you know, it was like, well, if anybody knew it was going to come on, they're going to read Brian's notes. Now there's a full blown battle mod handbook and class oh, that wow. he does. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. Well, it's, you know?
1: cra- it's crazy. Every, you know, a lot of the people who I come on as guests, I was like, oh, yeah, they're Evasion. You know, um, uh, Unfluffy Bunny, Garland. Garland was guest number two. I was like, oh, my God, everybody I bring on are tied to Evasion. It's just
0: it's yeah, so somehow. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's wonderful.
0: And yeah, like, it's definitely by the community for the community type yeah. feeling. Yeah, and, and,
1: and all of them just, again, nothing but positive respect for you. And, and you know, they love you. It's just so cool. It's so flattering. (laughs) (laughs) I love them too. And the last two weekends have been fantastic from an evasion standpoint. The the quality of the the product we're watching, the you know, the casting, it is just it's it's such a professional finished product. You know what you know? What do you think? It's just it's got to be like just blows your mind on how well it's turned out.
0: Yeah, it it's kind of shocking because I, when I started it, I would I would run it on OBS mm-hmm. and I would get it all set up and all their names and and yada yada, and I would cast it at the same time and bring on a co-caster with yeah. me, right? And we would just watch it and and BS. And then it was like, well, what if I could do this in in OBS, and what if I could add like a scoreboard somewhere right. uh, and we'll do it through Stream Elements and Brian will update it in the background? Like, it, there has never been a point where we have been comfortable and satisfied with our production. um We made a huge investment uh, into something called vMix. And mm-hmm. I say a huge investment because it wasn't just that we were buying, you know, the pro version of vMix, it's that. Um, you know, there was therapy that I had to pay because I was so mad at this goddamn program because I couldn't figure it out. And by therapy, I mean I went and bought a six-pack and thank you, hotel, for taking over how to do the production. Cause I was like, oh babe, I'll do this on my own. It's fine. Like VMix will totally help me. And I spent, I think, two days fucking around with VMix, and I was like, uh clearly I cannot do this. And my dad used to tell me growing up that sometimes figuring out what you don't want to do in your life Mm -hmm. is, is knowing what you literally don't want to do. Like, I don't want to be a nine one one operator. I don't want to be an emergency room doctor. Like figuring those out sometimes helps you figure out what you're good at. Yeah. And so that just kept flashing in my head. I was like, I, I, this is not for me. This V mix thing, but I know it will help evasion. And so hotel came in and I'm not usually one to cry unless I'm really like, just, uh." and he was like, Dave, what's going on? I was like, I, I can't do this. I can't do this VMix thing. And he's like, all right, I'll tinker with it and I'll see what I can do. And next thing you know, we're like upgrading his uh, you know, motherboard because he decided that he was had to get a thread ripper and he, you know, we've got to get this because it's not actually pushing enough on the channels over here. And I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, we did this huge investment, um, season four. And um season five, we kicked it up a little bit more because we we did trios and he got a 3090, which actually like settled down the program a oh little bit. But he is like nonstop with with uh figuring out if he can do a better transition, if he can present the scoreboard better, if he yeah. can just make the experience for the viewer easier. And then you have uh Brian in the background, Brian and Boosh who are trying to make sure that the battle mod's experience is smooth and that the participants' experience is smooth. And then you have all of us that are trying to figure out, like, if we make this event, how does it look? It's a perfect triangle in our mind. You know, how does it look to the viewer? Mm -hmm. How does it look to the competitor? And how is it for the battle mod? Like, if we can hit all three of these on on the triangle, we're killing it. So. Yeah, there's a lot that goes on into it. And like I said, we've I, I don't think hotels have ever been like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not going to add anything else. I'm not worried about like he is constantly researching and and trying to make sure that he's putting out the best product that he can. And I appreciate it a lot. And now I'm now I feel like I'm the gopher. <laughs> Where can I support you guys? Like I'm updating you know, the website, and I'm downloading the VODs, and I'm trying to check on our social media. And, like, how can I best help this mm-hmm. grow and keep that communication going with the community? So, I'm really wow. proud of it, though. I'm really, really be. proud.
1: It's, it's <laughs> awesome. I look forward to when, you know, when the tournaments are happening, and it's just, it's so entertaining from a community aspect as well because everybody's all just hyped up and seeing chat, seeing the, you know, the tweets back and forth. And it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. You do a fantastic, all of yeah. you do a fantastic
0: job. Thank you. Thank you. There's a lot of people that work so hard behind the scenes. And if I could scre- scream like <laughs> every rooftop, you know, run there and scream their name out, like I totally would because they deserve it. You know, if yeah. I could give them each a gazillion dollars for <laughs> everything that they do I would but um they don't they do it out of the goodness of their heart and yeah you know I do a fundraiser at the end of every season for them yeah. um and that won't stop and then that's that's it nobody ever says yeah Sigma like I'm doing this for money or I'm doing right. this for some type of attention I've never yeah. been told that
1: now when did BSG get involved? Because now they're involved. You're doing it on private servers what you know what was the light that went off in their head saying hey we, we need to be into this
0: uh you know dimitri actually opened up a conversation with me probably two years ago now almost two years ago and he was just like hey you know how how can we help you and i was like like where do you want me to start you know and and then i realized like i actually don't need a ton of stuff right now i would really love it if you would you know, retweet and help us get the word out. We've got yeah. applications going on. Um, and they, they donated, like, a couple of accounts that we could give away. And I thought that was really cool. And then <clears throat> I went to them season four, and I said, I need prize money. Like, I I, I promise, like, I'll make sure that, that everybody knows it came from you. And they're like, yeah. no, like, no, we want to support you. Totally fine. I wrote up a massive massive uh it's all through like a google sheets with multiple Mm -hmm. tabs this is how i want to handle it this is our projection uh this is what i want for prize money this is how every event will look uh this is what our brackets look like this is when our applications open this is when they close this is when the decision comes out i mean we had it squeaky clean laid out and submitted it to them and then they wrote me back and they said uh, what about this? What about that? What about this? And we had a little back and forth and yeah. then they approved us for season four to support us financially with the uh, prize money. Obviously they came through season five really big and they let us do trios on private servers. Which, yeah. <laughs> holy shit. Mind blown. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That was really, really cool. I was so happy about that. And then uh, obviously season six, they've bumped it up even more. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the private server thing is is really like an oh, honor. The, yeah. the private server thing is huge because I just I can't imagine you trying to run
1: tournaments on public servers because yeah. any moron that can get into the server could just <laughs> cause chaos.
0: Yeah, we've had a I think back in the day it actually used to be worse. We would have, a, you know, like a role like, listen, if a hacker ruins this or somebody's being a complete twat then we'll make sure we restart the round. But we specifically designed uh, certain things that to make it work on public. You know, we had to. That was yeah. our only option. And the duos, I still love the duos. I don't know if those will ever be moved over to private servers or not. Yeah. But the duos is so fun on private servers. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes you get stream snipers that come in, but... Yeah. I personally wouldn't go after a duo. <laughs> That's nope. not, you know. <laughs> but whatever. But it's always it's always been a lot of fun. I would say for every bad incident, you know, or for every 25 uh events that we've had, you know, we had one or two bad things mm-hmm. happen. So it wasn't like something that was like, well, this is ruining it for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love the private servers because the play-by-play. You've seen both sides of it—the cat and mouse that goes on—is it is so different than you know the other esports. You know, it's Tarkov is a different type of esport game. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. for sure. I've had so many people be like, "It's not competitive." Well, that's weird, Bob. Because when I won <laughs> fifteen hundred bucks last week, competing. I felt like it was a tad competitive, you know, that's, I, I I don't, I'm sorry. That's a little salty. (laughs) I just don't like these fucking people that can just come in and be all negative. Like, excuse me, according to the rules, uh, this and this doesn't make it esports worthy. It's like, shut up. We're having a good time.
1: Yep. Go away, Karen. (laughs) Yeah. I'm telling you. And it is intense. You know, when they, you got two teams heading for the same extract, you don't know what's going on. That's, Dude, this that's Tarkov right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there's so many other I think that's probably one of the things that's been the most flattering is I did this and people kept telling me I was bonkers. It would never work. It's not competitive. This sucks. That sucks. Don't waste your time. And then next thing, you know, another tournament popped up. And yeah. another tournament popped up. And now look at like uh-huh. these are so cool for the community whether it is you know, perfectly done or it's only done in OBS or it's only done with. It doesn't matter. The community has so much fun with this stuff. And that's what makes me really happy. And if those other tournaments grow, we grow. And if we grow, they can grow. You know, we've we've rallied the troops. We cleared the path for them to be able to do this stuff. And I love that they're doing it. It makes me really happy. And now to add on to that.
1: And I can't remember if it was the end of last year, you announced a team. A team Evasion with you know Gingy, Batty, Sheaf. Um, I, I don't know the rest, there's like a handful of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, we had 10 to start out. We had 10 people on Team Evasion that were uh well known, some of them were more competitive, some weren't. Um, and then we decided to add to it because we saw there was a lot of potential out there mm-hmm. and they could support each other they could bounce ideas off of each other we could have team play dates which we have one coming up soon
1: cool. and
0: we could have podcasts where they could kind of vent to each other or celebrate things yeah and we just saw the potential there so we reached out um you know and these streamers they go anywhere from you're talking about gingy and robin like you said and yeah. chief Chief is our team captain all the way to somebody that might, you know, only be averaging 20 viewers, but Mm -hmm. we believe in them and they're a great part of the community. Like Will does. Yeah. He is absolutely killing it. Like when he was starting out, you know, he was hovering around, I think around 15 to 20 viewers Mm -hmm. when he applied to go to one of the evasion events. Yeah. And now he's like killing it. And I'm so proud of him. And those are the types of people that I want to put our name on is it doesn't matter whether your partner and you average 1000 people per stream or if you're that guy that fosters a great community and cheers on your teammates and is consistent with your content i also want to put my name on you so Yeah. yeah i think it speaks to what evasion is in general
1: yeah, yeah. I had uh, I asked Will, Des, and Ash about it. You know the whole evasion thing, and and they were like, "Yeah, I couldn't believe we we got invited." You know, I'm not a head cra- you know a head cracker or anything like that. And then this, <laughs> yeah, like nah. we create content, and they're just so excited and and great guys too. Like I just yeah. I everyone who's been on the pod has just been fantastic. You know, it's just it's <sighs> it's awesome.
0: I'm flattered that they trust me you know some of them have been involved in other teams before or they might a couple of them are still on other teams and they trusted me enough like batty you know batty could have done a gazillion other things and he was like nah sigma i'm totally on board you know i wouldn't mind rocking the evasion name and i was like the fact that these guys trust me and trust us enough in the background of evasion to wear our name like Ash, like it's all so flattering, and yeah. I just want to support them any way that I can and cheer them on.
1: Excellent. So, what has been the highlight so far for you and Evasion in your mind?
0: Uh, probably, probably BSG. Yeah. And oh, damn! There's so many little milestones. Yeah. That. I look at it, you know, it's like a a kid growing Mm -hmm. up, I guess. Yeah. You know, it might seem a little bit minor at the time, but you can see that they kind of set a pattern. But, uh, you know, BSG coming in and and saying, we'll support your cash prizes. I was like, what the F just happened? You know, that was just last March, Mm -hmm. February. They approved and said, yes, let's move forward. And I remember that being a big deal. So, yeah. BSG vmix and hotel and um private servers and the battle mods like those are the big pillars yeah yeah oh excellent
1: and now what goals do you have for this year or what can you share with something that you know you, without letting too much out of the bag that you're excited for
0: yeah so there's going to be some big things coming up unfortunately i can't really talk about them yet yep i would say within the next three to four weeks you'll probably know what it is um so i'm looking forward to that we are working with stints now which i've i've never brought on a sponsor fyi Mm -hmm. i've never brought on a sponsor before and the any weekend for solos i put it out there and i said listen i'm only going to a a few people in the community period and everybody i went to said yes and i was like okay and (laughs) Stints came on strong and i was like this is so cool and our logos look amazing next to each other by the way we have the same color scheme um <laughs> but he was such a cool guy and i i want to totally tell everybody about stints because What is well so they're a pc builder okay um and they will customize a pc literally to your needs you you call them up and you say like I need A, B, and C, and this is what I'm doing on a daily basis, and this is what I'm doing when I'm gaming. They're able to customize that, and they do genuinely care about your budget, which is shocking because you know we just had a bunch of drama go down with another PC builder, mm-hmm. right? Like, yep. And I don't mean we as in me because I had me, nothing yeah. to do with that company, <laughs> but we as in the Tarkov community, you know? Yep. Uh, a bunch of bullshit went down, and Stints was in business before then, and I had heard good things uh, coming out of stints and I was like hmm and then the shit hit the fan with that other company Yeah. and stints as classy as could possibly be came in and took care of a lot of different shit for people and never asked for it to be made public they never were like here's the condition he just went in there and helped people and that screamed to me so loud that he didn't need to use it as a publicity stunt he yeah. just wanted to help and so when I said I'm going to approach a PC maker and it's going to be stints. There was like, there was no period in between that. Yeah. You know, it was just one continuous sentence and everybody in evasion was like, do it. And so I'm really happy to have them on board.
1: Well, cool. that was going to be one of my things. Is there any, any sponsors you want to shout out to? So, you know,
0: oh, there you go. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Perfect. So now let's talk Tarkov for a little bit. You know, you've, you, what got you hooked into playing that game? Cause it's addictive
0: yeah it's super addictive i think once once you get your first kill or once you get out with decent loot right like you survive and and you're trying to organize it and play tetris in your inventory you're like greedy right now you're Mm -hmm. getting greedy or you, you kill somebody for the first time and you're like holy shit i did it you know yeah i don't know um so that got me hooked and the team aspect of it like it's so intense when you start playing yep you know the risk reward is totally there and then you have community that comes in and mm-hmm. bs's with you so for a long time my name was sigma inc ttv because yeah. my name was sigma inc back in the day and people would come in and they'd be like hey what's up you know sometimes you eat your assholes but for yeah. the most part people were super chill when they had interactions in game and so yeah. that was it i was totally hooked between oh, the excellent. community and the risk reward like yeah. how could you not
1: yeah the pucker factor is something else even after i've got a thousand hours into this game and it's still just you know the heart races and yeah nothing nothing compares to that game
0: yeah for sure
1: yeah so now do you like nowadays do you still get a pucker factor playing the game or are you really you know because you've got so much going on is when you fire up tark off and stream you're really just a community thing hanging out with your people
0: yeah i'm still competitive in it for sure like yeah. i still want to win every fight um i i kick myself i don't i know that there's a couple other tarkov streamers that i've talked to that said that they do this but like i'll be taking a shower reviewing raids in my head you know i'm like trying to shampoo my hair and normal women are probably like i need to exfoliate and use self tanner later and in my head i'm like did that red dot fuck me was it the red dot why didn't i move why did i peek that way you know Mm -hmm. like yeah so I, I tend to find myself reviewing raids sometimes in my head. A lot of times it is just for fun. Yeah. Um, nowadays, especially now that we're this far into the wipe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still get super competitive yeah. on things. It's funny how this
1: game just creates memories. Like you can, you know, for me, I can still remember early, early raids. And it's just it's yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like I I stutter and can't remember some of the most basic things. Like what kind of milk I bought the other day. I can't tell you the brand, but if you want to know about the 74 M that I used to deck out in the very first wipe I ever had, I could tell you all about that thing, you know, like (laughs) good God, we're all going to be in the home, you know, when we're like 120 (laughs) and we're going to be talking to chat and we're going to be talking about Tarkov. Like it's going to be, yeah, we all need to go to the same home together because (laughs) otherwise we're going to look wacko.
1: (laughs) Actually, you, you just reminded me of something. When we were on the when you were on the holiday pod, you made a, a funny crack about disclaimers. How your your mods have disclaimers ready to go because God <laughs> knows what comes out.
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, I sometimes go off the off the rails, so that's good. I wish I carried one publicly. Maybe I need to put like cards in my wallet for the few times I do go off. I'll just hand over a disclaimer card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh now speak and again you know on tarkov we got you know something's going on are we having a wipe in your
0: opinion are we having a soft wipe what do you think no i think they're just fucking with us right so now yeah that's one thing people ask me a lot i'm not referring to you just asking yep. me we're just mm-hmm. bsing about right. tarkov and it's going to come up but i get messages that people are like you know you you run evasion you would know and i'm like i actually <laughs> don't know like you have no idea how <laughs> quiet these people are uh, it was like one or two wipes ago we were in the middle of running certain mm-hmm. tournaments and i i was asking bsg non-stop like listen you know what my calendar looks like please don't fuck me if you fuck me you're fucking so many other people like i need to know when this wipe is so i can move some things yeah. around and they were like you know we can't really discuss it and i'm like blink twice like, you
1: know? <laughs> well yeah it was on christmas time the, yeah the like do boy, something yeah. Yeah, help me had, you, yeah you had a tournament going on and it was just like oh my oh. god i can only really imagine
0: yeah so they're very tight-lipped about it and when i say i don't know i genuinely don't know but as far as just a tarkov player i feel like they're just fucking with us right mm-hmm. now too. they're like yeah no, we got some cool shit we're gonna release but yeah. we're gonna mess with you first mm-hmm. so That's my quick take. And now the man himself,
1: Nikita. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, I, you know, I talked about this with Veritas at some point when it was just like, do you think he has any idea how many people he has affected or made lives made their lives better?
0: (sighs) No. And we've tried to discuss it, you know, in the past. Um, I've been in conversations with him before and. And, um, I won't mention like who all was there, but you know, they shared their story. I shared mine, you know, like my husband gets to stay home now. Like, uh, he was going to retire and be home. And then I was going to go to work, but now like mm-hmm. we can all be together now because of the game that you made and, and yeah. the game that your team has worked on and, uh, talked about many things. And I don't think that he always understands the positive side. Cause he gets yelled at so yeah. much by the mm-hmm. community. So I hope he relishes in it sometime. Knowing how much
1: good he's, you know, he's helped everybody else out. That being said, do you realize how many people you've helped too? Because it, it it trickles down with Evasion. You, you've had people who've never casted before. You've got Claymore. <laughs> you've got Raincloud's Puff was another one. Like, all these people who are like, because of what you've done with Evasion, <laughs> it's trickled down and, and they're getting exposure to doing things they've never done before. Yeah, that's like
0: that's funny because I just talked about Nikita and being like, I don't think he gets it. And then <laughs> I'm sitting here like, oh, shit, I didn't like think about it that way necessarily. Um, I, I really hate that people get judged just based on their like Twitch numbers. Yeah. And so when we were looking for casters, I. I didn't need to like go use my influence and ask this person or that yeah. person and say, you know, can can we do this? I just kind of threw it out there and was like, hey, you know, if you can hold a mic and, and talk about the, the gameplay, like we've got something to build on. And I remember Bunny was like, I'm totally down to do it. Yeah. And I think I asked him like a couple of days before an event or something. I was like, hey, do you want to come cast with me? And he was like, oh, shit, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then he's flourished with it. And I, I'm really big on giving people chances. You know, if they want to try something yeah. like I've got an avenue for you to try. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Bunny's yeah. a natural at it. He's got the voice yeah. for it. It's yeah. It's it's a it's a perfect <laughs> fit. So, now speaking of content creators, is there anybody who you've come across recently that should you know people should go check out? You know, in all that time you have.
0: Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> Usually, like I'm in everybody's stream like right off you know get go. I, I try to meet everybody that's new. There's actually been some newer streamers lately that just aren't streaming because. They've been busy buying a house or yeah. you know busy getting back into work um and things like that but honestly anybody on the evasion team i would never doubt that you should go check them out we have yeah. actually adam he's getting a little bit closer to, to looking at partner oh good but his gameplay in tarkov is sick like that dude's a full chad and when yeah. you watch him and sheaf get together that dude was like mind-boggling yeah. on that one too <laughs> Cool. so they're impressive but yeah anybody from evasion like i said we have streamers that have you know 30 40 viewers go check yep. them out and, and say hi excellent
1: now speaking of uh you know running with people first of all who do you normally run with when you're streaming at night who's your sort of core group that you end up rolling with
0: uh so i like to play with bunny i like to play with jeepo i play with a lot of people from my community hmm um i i just love them they're so laid back and chill i play with a couple of my mods uh you know i don't i don't necessarily like go out and yeah try to sneak big streamers to run with or anything um Jinji. speaking of big streamers Jinji, i love running with her basically it's chasing her chasing the loot <laughs> yeah is what it is <laughs> she always knows where the good loot is. she um, does i
1: don't know where she finds all that stuff this is amazing the stuff she yeah. gets yeah,
0: I constantly tell her, like, they need to have an in-game item that's like a four-leaf clover or a rabbit's foot or just something that would represent <laughs> Gingy, you yeah. know? Like, that would be really cool. Uh, but yeah, I run with a bunch of different people. Yeah. I think I'm actually supposed to um catch up with a few of them next week. Mm-hmm. I think I set some out, so we'll see. All
1: right. And now the ultimate five- or four-person squad you could run with. Any of the OGs from Tarkov, who mm. uh, maybe nobody's, you know, one of these you've never ran with, who would you like to, to get in a right. raid with?
0: Okay, wait. So am I am I running raids with them, or You're am I building, a, like, a, a dream team?
1: You no, know, you are running a raid with oh, okay. four other people as, like, yeah. you've never ran, you know, expanding of yeah. any of the crew who's ever been playing Tarkov. Like, is it going to be Dr. Okay. Disrespect? Is it going to be... Oh, no. so you have a wish list right now? You can you know throw out their names. They're running with a raid with you tomorrow.
0: Shit. Um, we got to do it when Pass was living in EU. All mm-hmm. of us got to play together. So all all of my teammates, but there's five of them.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh. I'm gonna say anton has to sit out
1: okay so yeah. slush, veritas Pastilli. and who am i missing
0: Ver ver? did you say veritas i thought i said veritas go, ghost, slush. Freak.
1: Uh, ghost freak that's the one okay because ghost
0: freak let me shoot him and he didn't get mad at me which was <laughs> 10 out of 10 yeah i was really i really appreciated that um right. running with pests on labs back in the day when labs first came out was like fucking hilarious i i had so much fun with that um yeah. i miss that a lot so if <laughs> i could do that if i could go back to that again go back to old labs like yeah rerun those raids i would totally do it uh. Fantastic.
1: Actually, you just reminded me of you know the good in Tarkov and Nikita and whatnot, just with Pastelli. How much money he's raised for charities and everybody Ah. else in the community who's done this because again, Mm -hmm. because of Nikita. It's just it's so it's so awesome. Like every other day, somebody's doing some charity event with it, whether it's Markstrom for the gamers outreach or you know, it's just it's it's so good to see.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I I really wonder, like god, if you could put all of this together, how much people have raised for charities because of Tarkov, that would be mind. Like what? Yeah. Damn. If I had to take a guess, I think we would probably be close to four or five million. Yeah. I think, you know, it's not yeah. more.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: So now, you know, you've got nothing going on with streamer class evasions, yeah. you know, on, on the back burner. What do you right, do? Yeah. And you're not streaming. What's happening right. in your life?
0: uh i uh well we talked about this before we started so Mm -hmm. i just had to really look at what i was doing to myself physically and mentally because streaming can be very exhausting you spend a shit ton of time obviously on your channel but if you're genuinely trying to grow now you're managing your social media now you're managing your youtube now you're managing your tiktoks like there's just a whole world of things that you have to manage and it can just be exhausting and physically suck. So I put on 40 pounds. I'm definitely not uh, going to hide that. I've put on about 40 to 41 pounds over the last four years of streaming. And it's just come from days of sitting in this damn chair, 12 to 16 hours a day. My, you know, my bed's like 11 or 12 <laughs> feet away. Like it's ridiculous. And yeah. so, um, I just recently had a very like eye opening moment of like, damn dude, like clothes in my closet don't fit. And I don't feel good and I'm on blood pressure medication and I'm not eating well. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sleeping well. So the last six weeks, about six weeks ago, I just started moving and making sure that I was getting exercise. And so, uh, I backed off of streaming. I focused a lot on evasion because we have so much going on. Yeah. And I said, I'm really going to give this the attention it deserves. And I'm going to give myself the attention that I deserve. And so that's what I've been doing. Every morning I wake up now, I go downstairs, I hang out in my gym for like, I don't know, two, two and a half hours. I watch TV, I go like two to three miles and I lift heavy things repeatedly and I don't want to do it. Or at least I didn't want to do it at first. Like the first two weeks was a fucking asshole. Excuse my language. The first two (laughs) weeks are terrible. That's what I should have said. Um, And I didn't want to be there. And now I'm waking up and I'm like, dude, I'm going to go to the garage. I'm going to walk. I'm going to watch these shows that I've been thinking about watching that I keep putting off. Mm-hmm. You know, some of my shows, I'm like a couple years behind because I just stopped everything once I started yeah. streaming. So ah. it's been nice. Good for and you. then um, I'm going to come back to my channel, but I think I'm going to get really strict about it and and start off with like a three day a week mm-hmm. stream, you know, keep it to like six hours and under yeah because i really miss my chat like i love my chat these people i get to like bs with them and hang out and i feel so honored that they take the time to come hang out with me and let me know about their day and Mm -hmm. and you know what they're celebrating in their life and so i feel bad that i've been mia in that sense and so i want to get back to it but i really needed to give myself some some time
1: excellent good for you yeah now what shows you watching or catching up on
0: uh, so actually, Hotel and I have been watching Ballers lately, oh, okay. and uh, I've really enjoyed that. We're watching Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, Below Deck on Bravo. Yeah. I don't know why. But, like, we really love that show, <laughs> so we watched that. And um, as a family, what we were doing before uh, we came to this is we cooked a turkey today. Like Yeah. I don't know why, but okay. chicken was like really expensive, and we we're yeah. like, "This turkey is cheap. Fuck it, let's make a turkey." And so we made a turkey, and we watched the third um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, We've okay. been stuck on that, so nice. cool. yeah, I'm enjoying that stuff. So <laughs> fantastic! Yeah.
1: All right, well, hey, you survived uh, a you know a Tardux podcast. Who are you going to call out as you know putting them up on the under the spotlight that they should come on the podcast? This is where you get
0: to have some fun now. Damn, um, I'm going to. So I'm thinking about evasion, you should either call out hotel. All
1: right. Well, you said you shy. So. Yeah, I don't know if that'll
0: work. But uh, if you if you interview Brian, I don't think he uses a cam. So well, hey, that's
1: OK. We don't need a cam because I had Garlem didn't have a camera. And uh-huh. Wilbur, who is Deadly's brother, he didn't have a cam. So cam's not required. And I told that to okay. Kings Kings is coming on, too, at some point. So okay. I got a word from him. So now who's Brian?
0: So that- Brian Baru is the one that is in charge of um, in charge of all of like the battle mods and a lot of behind the scenes work that you see Yeah, on Evasion. He's like our Google Sheets expert. He helps me with the website now like um, yeah, he really he like preps the whole team for for what we're gonna be working on. Mm-hmm. So he would be a really good one. I got right. so many. I'm like, oh god. Um, and then Trent AU, if you haven't like okay. talked to Trent, I have not. Yeah, yeah, all Trent right, cool. AU is he's really cool. Um, smart as a fucking whip, dude. That guy is really smart. He's on top of it with a lot of things. So all right, there you yeah.
1: go. Got a couple. of. Yeah, if you know, I may need your help if I you know reach out to a hotel.
0: yeah i'll (laughs) I'll have to check with them and be like hey so i might have thrown your name out there but yeah we'll see
1: awesome well thank you so much i i can't thank you enough i really really appreciate this and when i started this podcast like you were in the top three of i gotta get sigma on because of all the shit that you do and it's just so cool
0: oh thank you i appreciate that that's really awesome to hear Yeah, I'm grateful to be here and hang out with you. And you're so patient waiting for me to get through all the stuff (laughs) I had to get through. So
1: it's worth it. (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. We'll talk later.